Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We're the 32nd pick in the 2018 NFL Draft. The Baltimore Ravens select Lamar Jackson. With the 30th pick in the 2017 NFL Draft, the Pittsburgh Steelers select T.J. Watt, linebacker, Wisconsin. With the 67th pick in the 2017 NFL Draft, the New Orleans Saints select Alvin Kamara, running back, Tennessee. What up, Snapback fam? We're back with another episode of our NFL Draft Series. On this episode, we talked to Curtis Weaver. Yes, you may have heard the episode with Ezra Cleveland recently. Curtis is also a Boise State alum. Curtis was so fun to talk to. We talked to him about wearing some of our Snapback cleats, potentially. I don't know. We will see. We will see. But I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Snapback fam, let's get it. Curtis, welcome to the Snapback family. How are you doing today? I uh, appreciate for having the time, but uh, we're doing good. Uh, crazy world right now, but we all living. <laughs> yeah, where are you posted up at? I'm in Frisco, um, Dow- in Frisco next to Dallas as of right now, but then I'll go to Boise next week. Gotcha. You still getting your, uh, still finding a way to train and uh, stay ready during all this? Yeah, yeah. We have a little gym. Um, can't put the name out. <laughs> well, we, 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 we yeah, they'll shut that down. They'll shut they'll it down. It. <laughs> they'll come find it. Love it. So this is totally random, but Abe asked Ezra. He didn't really give us much. You play, you know, D line. You're or linebacker, D line. What do you consider yourself? Depend on um, the team. I consider myself outside linebacker. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Whatever. we like to learn because Abe and I aren't the most elite athletes, but we want to get our bodies right. Speak for, speak for yourself. <laughs> what does a meal plan look like for you right now? Um, well, my meal plan used to be McDonald's and stuff. But I then, know why. Nice. You know, I'm talking in college. Uh, my meal plan was bad. And then, but coming here out here and training and then like having a real nutritionist, like my body got like way better and like burned a lot of fat and things like that. That was a big thing for me. But, uh, like, so I'm not a breakfast guy. So my nutritionist worked with me by eating just, like, a cup of food or something before a workout and some electrolytes. Because I feel like I'm going to throw up before if I eat. Right. <laughs> so I, I eat, like, my fruit, and then I eat the breakfast portion after the lift with my shake. And then we'll have uh, – I don't eat between that. And then I'll have lunch um, after my second workout. And then I'll have dinner when I get home. And um, I'm not really eating snacks because I was on a, when I got here, I was on a weight loss. But now I'm maintaining weight. And um, I, I just, I'm used to it. So I don't really eat snacks still. I might eat occasionally some trail mix or something, but nothing right. crazy. So you said your, your meal plan was bad. But how I oh. heard, inter- how I interpreted that, it means it was fire. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was good. I'm not going to yeah. lie. <laughs> uh, I, I, there's McDonald's out there, but I haven't been the one since. December, so it's been crazy. Go get yourself, go get yourself a big chicken or a Big Mac. Come Yo, what are you trying to get in the league? Let him, let him do it. 
he'll celebrate with the McDonald's if we make Not it. Yet. When we, I did when make we a bet with Ezra, though. Um, if after our pro day, I'll go take both of us to McDonald's and he can get whatever he wants. But then now I told him the best off. There's no, <laughs> there's no, we're not doing it no more. So I love that. So another question that I asked Ezra right off the bat, because it's something that I was curious about growing up, because obviously there used to be the NCAA football game, obviously Boise state coming up in our, in our childhood was a very elite program. Still, still very doing very well. What is it? What was it like at first transitioning to that blue field? Because it's something that my eyes probably will never get used to. Um. Yeah. It was so like I came in uh, a little a little chubby, and then so like the blue field was making me nauseous when we ran in condition. <laughs> no way. So, yeah. So it was kind of making me nauseous, and then I was just like, like, gotta get used to it. But like now, um, end of four years, um, it's, it's like green to us now, so it's not bad. <laughs> So would you say that going back to transitioning back to a green field in the NFL is going to cause you some future nausea? No, I'll be good. I'll be good. Uh, You'll be good? Nah, All right. I can play on any color field. I feel like right. I've been playing on the blue one for so long. <laughs> right. So so you got to – did you go up to Indy for the combine? Yes, sir. I'm looking at combine results, and I don't see any 40-yard dash time. Did you choose not to run it? Yeah, I was going to run it um, at Pro Day. Um, I had, like, gotcha. fasciitis. So I did train, like, the day I got to training for the 40. We had to get my feet right and ankles back. So then mm-hmm. uh, I didn't get the same two months in as a regular person. So I feel right, like so- I deserved the extra two weeks before Pro Day to get those last so- two weeks. Yeah. So since you won't, I guess, have an official 40, do you want to just tell us what you would have gotten? Cause that way we can, we, yeah, we can spread that with the scouts. I was thinking four three, four three five. I was gonna say four three eight. I was gonna say four three eight. I ran that on a good day, but huh, laser, I ran. It was like four seven four, and then no, with no laser, it was like four six seven. Okay. So all right, and what about that? Yeah, the snapback yeah. hand timer has you at a four three eight. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, we're just gonna send that one in there. <laughs> What's your what's your bench press at? Um, for two twenty five. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had twenty one. Twenty one. Okay, so I weigh call it one hundred and eighty pounds just to be safe. How many times do you think you could bench press me? One hundred eighty. Yeah, I weigh around one hundred and eighty pounds. Probably like thirty times on a on a good day. My arms feel okay. good. And maybe That's like twenty five if I just ate lunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it depends uh, how big your lunch buffet. is. Depends. Yeah, buffet. Yeah. Curtis, so I'm curious, and this is the first person we've asked because it just kind of popped in my mind. We've talked to a bunch of draft prospects, but do you ever look at your like a mock draft or how aware of you how aware are you of where people are saying you're gonna go or actually the scouting report that they have out on you? Um, I see a bunch of mock drafts. I uh, like even if I don't want to see, I get tagged in it. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> talking to other players too, they see it too. It's like nothing we can hide from. But like talking to my agent, like there's only like I guess certain ones that you can really rely on because a lot of them just just go off of the buzz and things like that. But 
you don't really know a mock draft until like what April first after all the pro days. But there's no more pro days, so you don't really know what's the choice. I just be chilling. I look at it. I look at it. Someone messing with me, they mess with me. They not. They not. Is at the end of the day, they not drafting us. They're just over there trying to make some money. <laughs> That's the best. Yeah. So when we when we release our mock drafts, we'll probably have you somewhere in the top ten based off your phone right. that we're watching. Um, just put me behind like Burrow or something. I'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. No, we were a little concerned about Joe Burrow's hand size. Uh, a lot of these measurables. <laughs> a lot of these measurables. How big are your hands? How big are yeah, your hands? Yeah, Mine was 10 and 10, one eighth, I believe, like barely, or 10. It was one of those. So did any scout ask you to get under center? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a that's trick a, fly. That's a big, that's a big ass hand. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll be fine. He'll be fine throwing them deep balls. He'll be yeah. good. So another tackle into that question is, your actual scouting report. So like NFL.com writes about you guys. And Abe and I's favorite thing is every pro that every strength on your list for the most part has to do with production. Like you're very productive athlete. You had a great sack and tackle loss production. Like the numbers are there. The film is there. And then every weakness that they try to pin on all our guys we talk to has to do with the most random things that aren't actually, in our opinion, like true predictors of the future. Like I would rather have a specific body type that NFL scouts or smaller hands that they don't care about. I would rather have the production on the field than have those bullshit just like, oh, your your hand's two inches too small. What do you say to people who kind of pick it, maybe your body type or your, your hip widening ability that we've been hit with before? Um, I feel like my body's like super flexible for my size and things like that. But like thinking about that, so with that being said, to add on that, um, the competition aspect also gets thrown at me. And like, so when we have arguments in our weight room or something, I have to get put to the side because I'm not a group of five. I'm a group of five guy. So I'm in, I'm with like, I know all the arguments, things like that. But how I think about it is just like, it is what it is. Like, testing shows like what a person's capable of and what area they're in. But like, if they don't show it on the field at the end of the day, like what are they right. really proving? So right. that's how I think about it. But like testing numbers, if someone got those out, like DK Metcalf numbers at his body size, that's like, you want to, you can't teach that overnight. So you want to take that and then teach him what he needs to learn. So can't pass up some things. Makes sense. Right. Makes sense. But he's like, I mean, he's one of those that was just a physical, like you saw the pictures. Yeah, that yeah, one is nah, a once yeah. in a lifetime, like physical freak. Nah, it was funny because the guy he was standing to was my, like one of my close friends, Alex Madison. And Alex oh, really? was pretty ripped. And he made Alex look like, like, I don't even know. Yeah. Like nothing. Like Abe. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse you. Anyway, it's getting off me. Um, so obviously you went up against Ezra in practice a lot, him being on the line and you being on the defensive line. I'm curious, one, if you've had any, any good battles with him. Two, if you'd like to talk any shit because we like to get the pot stirred. And three, <laughs> what's more satisfying? Is it maybe doing a swim move? Is it maybe doing a swim move on a guy and getting past him and leaving him in the dust, or just putting him on his back and running him over and getting to the quarterback? 
That's a three-part question. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, might have so. to repeat that. <laughs> we'll go. I'll start with Ezra. But um, so me and Ezra went a lot during our early years, and then um, fall camp, like through season, um, battling through like we went through scout teams more often, so we didn't really see each other. But fall camp was like a big for us, like trying new moves out, um, seeing what works. Um, seeing how to be consistent in your play, things like that, just talking. So that helped with both of us. But then um, Ezra's like, it's, it's funny, like, Ezra's not like a shit talker. He's a quiet guy. But the first thing, every time we line up each, against each other, he'll lick to inside, then lick to me. And be like, oh, hey, Curtis, like, a long time no see. <laughs> and then the Philip, the Philip Rivers trash talking style. Yeah, that yeah, would throw me off. Like, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I don't even want to go. I want to change sides. <laughs> and then but that's every time we step on the field together, every time we line up against each other, he's like, oh, hey, Curtis. Like automatically. So <laughs> I, always, I always see that coming out. But no, he's not a big trash talker. Um, against other people, he just quietly throws them on the floor, calls it a day. What about Abe's other question of a swim move or a bull rush? What do you prefer? A swim move, 100%. Yeah. Or Beat. Yeah. Yeah, that, that answer didn't surprise me because I'm looking into one of those uh, clickbait draft websites that has your profile right that has your profile right now. And Dan Marino gave you an NFL player comparison to my guy who strip sack Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, Derek <laughs> Barnett. Derek Barnett. Yeah. And he is very crafty on the line, great bend. I'm curious if there's a defensive end or an outside linebacker out there that you've tried to model your game after or you, you've spent a lot of time watching film on. Um, I don't really like going to like everybody. Everybody has their own moves. Mm-hmm. So like it would be hard for me to like, all right, I'm in college. So let me try to be like him or model my game after mm-hmm. him. But taking pieces is what I do. So Chandler Jones has like a consistent aspect that a lot of people like, like with him um, having over double digit sacks damn near every year. So I take that from him. And then you have like the Lawrence Taylor mindset, like going back in the day, but his mindset is just crazy. And then like, you're just like, I need that or something. And then, um, but not really. I just watch a lot of people. Like, I try to take pieces from stuff. Like, Khalil Mack has probably one of the greatest long arms ever. Like, I study that to get better at that. But I'm a, I'm a guy that just takes pieces, not really following one guy in particular. I like that because you can't be – I mean, some of the things that other linebackers or pass rushers do, your body isn't built to do what they can do. So, if you can pull the things, it's really smart and – I love the mindset one of LT because he was just such an animal and he just wanted to yeah. get after it. So you're from California, correct? Yes, sir. So did you grow up a fan of any team specifically? Um, Lager fan, like big time. Well, big time Kobe fan. I had like all the Kobe jerseys when I was young, but it was literally my uncle would turn on the Laker game back when it was on. Uh, what is that? SES? Sports or Fox Sports when it was like the little old KTL uh, KTLA games on Channel Nine, like that's how old I was a Laker fan. So wow, I was a big Laker fan. Dad was a Charger fan, and then I just 
I go on LT and Antonio Gates, Sean Marion, like certain players on the Chargers. Yeah. I'm a big I'm a big Brady fan though, but I like the Chargers. Really? Yeah. Oh, I have any argument with Tom Brady for being the GOAT. I feel like the arguments like it's like done. obvious it, it's done. Like there's really no arguing the other side. But if we But you since you say you are a Laker fan, we can bring up my favorite topic, and that is Jack, shut your mouth. LeBron or MJ? Um, I can't. So I have family. I have, I can't, I can't put it out there, but I'm a, um, I like Michael Jordan, but, um, Le- what LeBron has done is pretty like, is like, it's just crazy what he can do on the court. Like, I don't know. It's hard to answer, but I'm an MJ guy, but I'm not a guy who hates LeBron because as of right now, LeBron is the best player as of right now, like for a while, but. I don't know if he gets a if he gets a ring for the Lakers, he he'll for sure change my my mindset. That's okay. Well, point. that was that was the first question for our Wonderlic test, and so you're over one because the correct answer is LeBron <laughs> James. LeBron James is the greatest player of all time. Abe's just salty. He thought he had you when you said you're a Lakers fan. He tries to get everyone who comes on to say LeBron's better, so that one hurt. We are in agreement Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time. I do believe that argument's kind of been put down after he got his sixth Super Bowl title. But with that being said, if you got to sack anyone for your first career sack, is that the guy? Or, okay, so absolutely. Or, hold on, hold your phone and don't give us the media answer or do. If you could get drafted by any team in the NFL, who would it be? Um,. A no state tax team. Love that answer. That is my favorite answer we've had so far. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I love that. So we've narrowed it down to the Buccaneers are in a no no state. We've narrowed it down to every team in Florida. Uh, California. California. Where else? Texas is no state tax. I think those are the big three. Yeah. We'll keep you away from Dallas because we don't want you in purgatory. So, so you have no interest in getting it, getting after it on my Ravens defensive line, or you do? Huh? You just have a preference. What do you no, think about my? Ravens? I'll go, I'll go anywhere, but I'm like you okay. guys asked me, and that's what I prefer to save the most okay. money. And I'm a, sh- I'm a shoe guy, so whatever gets me the most shoes. Shoe, wow. love- all right. You're- what's your, what's your shoe closet sound? Yeah, this is the best. This is the best interview by far because we're talking no football, just. Cash money yeah, and shoes. Forget football. <laughs> um, nah, shoes though. So out here, I went. So I won um, that little All Star challenge for ESPN or something that takes the college players. So that? that just that just added to the shoe collection. So I went. I went a little crazy here in Dallas. Now I got to ship everything. So I got three big boxes of UPS things. I brought probably two shoes out here, and I ended with probably like twelve or fourteen. <laughs> oh, so you're really a sicko when it comes yeah. to shoes. I uh, love that. <laughs> but my favorite shoe by far is the Air Force One in Boise. I have yeah. about thirty pairs of different Air Forces, and like it's like they're so like it's rolled by thir- uh, so um I have those container boxes. And they're just mm-hmm. stacked up to the sky. And then usually I get Air Forces in threes. So, like, it's a co- either a collection pack or, like, they look the same. But, yeah, Air Force is my shoe. 
And then, of course, I got Jordan. Um, I got some Air Maxes. And then I got designer shoes. But the Air Force is my shoe by far. Like, I have, if I cab every Air Force in the world, I'll make that. So, but, were you planning on going to the draft? Um, I don't know. Like, if they called my, if they invited me, uh, my yeah. agent said, like, invites haven't been sent out yet. The day I asked, it was like two days after the combine. So and then I kind of wanted friend. to see your drip. Like, oh, yeah. Do you nah. have the whole drip or you just have the shoe game? Um, yeah, I got – so the drip for clothes wasn't there at college like that. But um, I picked up on it because I, I'm really just a shoe guy. Like I, how I look at it is like you never wear the same shoe two times in a row or in the same week. So that's how I – Wow. So I always I like, rotate my shoes and stuff like that. I feel like it's not that difficult for a guy to come from California to the state of Boise and be able to like flex. You know what I mean? Like as long as you're not yeah. in like, as long as you're not in jorts and like a flannel, like you're probably. <laughs> no, that's it. Yeah, it's crazy. So like, like coming to Boise, I had hella shoes and people mm-hmm. out there didn't really have hella shoes, except for like dudes who came from Cali with me and things like that. But yeah, I'm I'm making a blueprint for my shoe room already. There we go. Yeah, love that. All right, all right. So so let's circle back to like maybe a little bit of football, but like not really. <laughs> um, so obviously you were at the combine. We talked about that. Um, there's a lot that goes on behind closed doors at the combine. I'm talking about like individual team interviews and like meetings with front offices and such. Yeah. Obviously, there's always those stories that get talked about. Like we talked about DK and when he took his shirt off in his meeting with Pete Carroll, did you have anything weird like that of some sort happen to you in a meeting? Or maybe it was just like the weirdest question you were asked by a team. Um, no, the funny, the craziest, the, I think like it was about my second to last or third to last formal. And then this is like, this is like number, I believe 17 or 16, but it was like the, it was like the fifth one of the day already or fifth or sixth in a row. So like everyone doesn't like, you're not supposed to show that you're tired and things like that. But I'm like, I'm good. I'm energized. I'm fine. Drinking my water. And then usually every meeting starts with like, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Where are you from? Like if they didn't get a informal with you. So I went to the lion and then Matt Patricia's in there chilling. And then one of the guys, uh, one of the other coaches asked me, like, uh, hey, Curtis, how you doing? Blah, blah. And before I even get the answer, Matt Patricia said, nah, fuck that. Get up. Let's pass rush. And we did, like, a what? pass rush circuit for, like, 10 minutes. And that's what you like, and him? Like, yeah. Like, he was a – he gave me scenarios, and he wanted to ask me what I did in these scenarios. And then I was like – and I just felt that – felt, that felt good. Did you rough him up? Oh, no, he told me about rough him up, I get fucked up or something. <laughs> <laughs> he can't That's ask true. you to do a pass rush drill and then not expect the smoke. Nah, yeah, it, we would walk through it. It was a walk through, so it was all good. Like, coach, That's you're amazing. sure you want me to do this right now? You <laughs> fucking pancake him. <laughs> Is there were there other players at the combine that you were chilling with that you got to learn from, or who you're also pretty excited to see them in the league? Um, not really. We didn't really talk about like football aspect because shit, we was there the whole damn yeah, all day. That's perfect for week. our pod. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, nah, but uh, 
we, I was with Isaiah. Um, talked to Isaiah like pretty much the whole way. Uh, my guy, um, guy Walker from Fresno State. Uh, we talked about the battles, but we talked about like just chilling. Um, talked to like so I was with the linebacker group. Uh, Metro linebackers had a friend named Scooter. We trained together, and then he introduced me to other people. Um, Caleb Ma was there. We was, uh, talked to him a little bit, but nothing really about football. Everything was more about outside football to get our head away from it because we were so much we were in it too long. So yeah. it was good. Um, just talking to other guys, seeing what's happening across the world. Uh, I mean, not the world, other schools and things like that. So one question we've been asking a lot of guests on the pod, Jack is a diehard Baltimore Ravens fan and I am a yeah. diehard Philadelphia Eagles fan. So now you will, you are faced with the question of whose squad would you rather play for Jack's Ravens or my Eagles? And um, are in States with tax. So that doesn't help. With yeah. The no, um, probably Baltimore. Damn. Yeah. There's the Lamar. No, uh, they're decent. You don't, you don't like, want to chase watch. that around during practice. I feel like that's good. Yeah, it, may, it makes you faster. Yeah, and tired. <laughs> tired. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like their defense um, plays with like a crazy, a crazy swagger. Yeah, like um, I have a friend. I have a friend on the Ravens. He's uh, a receiver. He talked about um like. Man, at practice, they'd be going crazy. They'd be having hella fun, energized, things like that. You can yeah, name drop him. Huh? You can name drop your friend on the Ravens. It's all good. Oh, it was just Sean Monster, a receiver. Okay. Was, um, yeah, nothing crazy. Yeah, no, that defense, <laughs> that defense definitely looked hungry when Derrick Henry was running for 400 yards. All right, relax, <laughs> relax. But relax, uh, anyway, relax. anyway, who was that? Did you, uh, did you take the wonder lick at the combine? Yes, sir. How'd that go? Um, I believe I got what a twenty-one or uh something. I know I got over twenty. Okay, but, well, oh, it was crazy. So what about I it? was sitting. Um, uh, we were doing the Wonderlick. We all sit down. I'm sitting next to um, was and Bradley, Bradley and Chase, and then we're just like, let's go. And then um, so we're doing the test. Question two, my nose just starts bleeding. <laughs> and then they're both just like I stand up. They both look at me, and but then I'm looking. I look at them real quick, and then I look at the teacher, and I'm like, my nose bleeding. And then she was like, they're like, teacher. what the teacher? I they're like, <laughs> they're like, what the hell? And then I, I guess it never happened. So they kicked me out, and then they were like, we're going this room and started all over again. But then <laughs> the other room was taken up. So then I had to wait for everyone to take it. And I took it by myself. <laughs> and I literally told the, I told the lady, I was like, all right. Uh, she says like six minutes left or something. And I was like, okay, can you tell me when there's one minute left? So <laughs> she go, I, she says, yeah. And I said, okay. So I hit, she says, um, two minutes left. And I was like, all right. And then she just says done. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I didn't so do like it, two questions. She's not helping you out. So this woman yeah. is she like an is she like an actual teacher or is it just like Mel Kiper's wife or something? Oh, um, like it, it might be like an SAT teacher, I believe. I All right. Know. All right. Well, Part fortunate for you. Fortunate for you, we can now throw out that nosebleed wonderlick score because Jack and I have put together the snapback wonderlick test 
We've given it to every prospect that's come on. Some have fared well. Some some people not too well. And uh, based off how you do on this test, we're going to be able to accurately predict whether you'll be a Hall of Famer or uh, in and out of the league in a few years. But this has given us a good gauge on where and if where you guys are going to how you guys are going to do in your career. So if you're willing to. Um, and we don't care if you get a nosebleed. No nosebleed. No nosebleed. I won't tell you. You guys won't know. <laughs> All right. Imagine if like nosebleed or if tests just like trigger nosebleeds for Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you ready for it? Yeah, let's get it. All right, let's do it. Question number one, a little bit of a pop culture question. Uh, you're familiar with the Kardashians and the Jenners, right? Uh, yeah. Really? All right, so if you were going to date all of the daughters for six months each between the Kardashian and the Jenners, how long would it take you to date all of them? Six months? Um, how long are they? Like five? You tell me. Um, damn, like probably like around 30 months. There we go. That all is right. so weird that you said that because Jack and I just had um, – Kevin Another Davidson. prospect on Kevin Davidson, quarterback out of Princeton. And we've asked everybody this question. And he yeah. was the first person who answered it by saying 30 months. And my dumbass, when when he said 30 months, I'm like, wait a second, because every other prospect has answered it in years. So I like had to do mental math in my head. But 30 months or two and a half years is the <laughs> correct answer. So you're one for one. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. All right. Curtis, the nosebleed question. <laughs> the nosebleed question. Question two: Is an avocado a fruit or a vegetable? Is a. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what they don't uh, put avocados on Big Macs anymore? Nah, hell no. Nah. That's just a, that's no that. Oh, I, I I think I learned that from iCarly. That's a fruit. Oh, yep. okay. I, wow, first off, I think you're thinking of. I think you're thinking of tomato because that's how I learned a tomato was a fruit from iCarly. But oh, okay, okay, yeah. But, I mean, but you're right. Either way, Josh. It might have been Drake and Josh. Yeah, Something it like is that. Drake and Josh. It, no, it was because they were they was on the TV and they're leaving the TV and they're like, "Hey, did you know avocado's a fruit?" <laughs> oh, I think I remember that. I think I remember that. Yeah. All right, you're two for yeah. two, and you've you've answered two questions without a nosebleed, so you're in good shape. <laughs> Question number three. Yeah, this hold is on, a tough hold one. Time out. No, 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 this is not a tough one because this man said he his favorite thing to eat is McDonald's, and we have a McDonald's-specific question on the test, so there is a lot of pressure on this one. All right, right here we go. If you, if you had $1 for every single country that there is in the world, how many Big Macs could you buy? And we're talking uh, just the Big Mac, not a Big Mac meal. Just the so a Big Mac, you're saying Big Mac costs $4. Let's say that. There okay. we go. All right. So countries, there are hella countries. Also <laughs> um, <also> facts. <laughs> let's say like, let's say like around. All right. Let's just say there's 200 countries. I know there's like probably. Oh! There are 195 countries and the Big Mac is $4. So your proof of the Big Mac knowledge was spot on. I'm giving you credit for that. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, moving on. What this is the trickier part. So take a deep breath on these questions. Let it sink in. Don't be too quick to react. I know you like to get off the line quick, but this is more mental. 
What is heavier? A thousand pounds of bricks or a thousand pounds of feathers? That's the same, though. I'll ask too many World Star questions for that. <laughs> Half these questions came from question World Star. <laughs> <laughs> that shit used to be so funny. They need to make so some more. Funny. I need oh, someone God. to get that question wrong. Nobody's gotten it wrong yet, but all right. On to the next. What is longer in, in terms of measurement, an NFL football or a Subway $5 foot long? Um, let me see. I'm, I'll have my hands out right now. You got, a, you got a ruler and a football like on you ready to go? No, I'm, I'm just. I'm, no, he has a foot long. He's a subway can sandwich a, for lunch. Can I grip a foot long or uh, no? No. Uh, no. <laughs> um, I would probably say a, a foot long is bigger, is longer. There we go. There Correct. we go. Football, NFL, NFL football, football is 11 inches long. And the foot long, 11. obviously 12. 12. All right, so we're on fire right now. We're looking really good. Um, this one's been tricking some people. Some months have 31 days. Other oh, months have 30. <laughs> so <laughs> much, Okay, there we go. He knew it before it even came. All months have 28 days. All right, all right. We're going to get him on our special wild card. I'll, 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 I'll guarantee that you get one of these last three questions wrong. Wow. I'll guarantee it. Wow. I'll guarantee it. Okay. You're running in a race and you pass the guy in third place. What place are you now in? Third. Okay. Damn it. I'm giving it to him. <laughs> this is the one. This is the one I feel. Like. All right. There's ninth place, 10th place, 11th place, and 12th place. Okay. You're familiar with that? Yes. Spell the word 12th and don't cheat us. Don't cheat 12? us. 12th? 12. 12, like 12th place. 12th or 12th? 12th. <laughs> oh, 12th. E W E. Well, uh, uh, L E C H. No. Gotcha. There's an F in there. It's T W E L E. F T H twelfth. Oh my god! That's why I try. That's why I try yeah, giving like, you the. It's, it's the <laughs> hardest question. A fired oh, up. Yeah. Last but not least, so you got a monkey, a squirrel, and a giraffe. They're all racing to the top of a coconut tree. Who will get to the banana first? The monkey. That is incorrect because Curtis, I hate to break it to you, there are no bananas on top of a coconut tree. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> well, you, but hey, you, got, you tested really impressive. well. You got the Big Mac pretty much spot on. So we're looking at like a ten to twelve successful, a few All Pros in there uh, NFL career based off your testing. Oh, Anything else? Yeah, anything else that you want to do to improve your own game, you'll have to – I mean, that'll be weight training and practice, but your baseline is essentially what you graded out on. So congrats on that. Um, we're excited that. for you. <laughs> um, so, so just some final questions. We talked about this before we started recording, but do you play video games, and have you ever played Madden before? I'm not a Madden guy. I am. I play really? video games. I, I play – I I I was a Madden guy when they had mini games. Mm, those used to be the best, okay. like gridiron like gridiron camp really, or whatever it was called. Yeah, I feel like that's where you really play your friends. That's like playing yeah. 
like yeah, but I'm a 2K Call of Duty. I like UFC. Um, I was what looking console? on my uh, Xbox. I was looking okay. on my son, uh, my agent's son in WWE. I was looking, <laughs> looking him up. So um, you get some WWE there or something. Yeah, that, that, I used to play that on uh, PSP, and I'm probably aging myself. Half of our audience probably doesn't even know what a PSP is. But, but uh, what else do you like to do in your free time other than watch film, play football, and yeah, select shoes? Um, besides that, yeah. uh, I did so in in college. I did customize shoes. I painted. Um, I made uh, not I made like probably like ten customs, like Nike ID. No, like I painted them. Like you know how people. No, like you actually made them. All right. So follow-up question. Um, You know the big the big thing in the league right now is all those custom cleats in pregame warmups, right? Yep. Do you think you'll get someone to do that for you? Do you think you would actually spend the time to make like I don't know your first ever game in the league make like a really dope pair? Um, I'll probably give it to a professional because I'll be watching professionals. And my shit does not look like theirs, <laughs> or like right. the, the like the super custom. But um, what's that called? I'll probably let some like the first pair do it. But you know, if I don't, if I have time, I'll I'll make a pair and probably bring it out like week seventeen by the time it's done. Okay, follow up to that follow up. Would you let Abe and I get snapback sports cleats sent to you to wear? In a pregame warm-up? I don't know. Call it like week six. Yeah. I'll wear anything for some pregame warm-up. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, now you, are, now you are held legally liable. And if you do not do that, well, Curtis. <laughs> that is lawyer, fine. I'm fine lawyer, with that. Lawyer up. Lawyer up. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's amazing. That's amazing. Wait, I'm wait, excited. Wait, wait. I, have, wait, I had another shoe question. You ever watch, yeah. those, uh, you ever watch those videos on YouTube like, I don't know. Baker Mayfield goes shoe shopping with Complex. Yeah. Is that like? Is that like your dream? Um. Yeah, but I want to really know what it's like. Cause think, all right, let's talk about that. Cause Odell went right. Yeah. Right. And then he bought three pairs of his own shoe. I that has like <laughs> that things like okay. Like I don't think he's really buying the shoes, or I know a lot of people are buying shoes, but like. He bought three of his own shoes. Like, why did he buy that? He probably has like ten of those at the crib. Yeah, that's just the publicity. I, I feel, I feel what you're saying. Yeah, but no, by far I want to go there. What I'll about probably... PJ Tucker? What's no, your oh, feelings on him? all right, let's go to that. We we got the top three flyest dudes in the NBA. Okay, PJ Tucker, PJ Tucker, shy from um, Oklahoma. SGA, yep. Yeah. Um. And then for last one is either um, Dwayne Bacon or Demarcus Cousins. Boogie. Ah, okay. Do you know Dwayne has a clothing line also? Dwayne Bacon. Yeah. Oh yeah, he flies. I buy. I need to go find that because he dumb fly. And then LeBron is like the if you like he's the veteran fly behind. He's like, he's, like he's, he's dad drip. <laughs> like, yeah, he has, like, you can tell Nike, like, trust him to wear anything and flex it. And if she right. does, he can, he really wears, like, crazy stuff. So he's pretty cool. What about but, NFL drip? Who's, who's top three guys in the league until you get there? Um, 
So I don't I haven't really like because so they have I the league. Yeah, they're not really as publicized the NFL players. Yeah, do. they've started to. I mean, at least I know the Ravens have. Like Lamar has his own brand now, which is pretty nuts. And Hollywood wears the chain. So I think the NFL teams are always later than the NBA is in terms of fashion and stuff. But yeah, yeah. Who do, who do you know about? Um. So the the first dude, of course, is Odell. He has a mm-hmm. he has a page for his outfits. Does um, he? Yeah, it's literally called. If you type in OBJ, it'll come up his page and then another page. OBJ fits <laughs> right underneath it. Yep. Yeah, that's amazing. So, I'm looking at so it right now. He, yeah, his, his he's crazy. Um, who was that? There was a dude on the Niners. He was a receiver. He has some pretty crazy fits. Um, but I don't know. Cam Newton, of course, he goes like. He makes. He's the. Is that even? Is that even considered drip? Or yes, is that considered, he gets that, that, You got it. For me, you got to think about it because look at Odell sponsored by Nike, so he gets to wear off whites. He gets yeah. to wear Jordan, but then Cam sponsored by Under Armour, so you don't really go out in some Under Armors. So he wears like clothes, clothes. If you think about it, so he has to really get drippy for his stuff. He, so that's why he comes out with crazy outfits and things like that. Right, but I, for me, the difference between Cam Newton is there's a very fine line between drip and Halloween. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> nah, sometimes Cam be coming out crazy, but he'd be, he be having the craziest two games. His hair is crazy, and he has that little scarf. So, Cam, but, so Cam's Under Armour, Odell's Nike. If you were going to choose to get your first sponsorship from, who would it be? McDonald's? Um... I wouldn't even know. Probably for me, it would probably have to be a Nike or Jordan because Air Force is my favorite shoe. But money talks, and we'll get there when you get there. <laughs> well, Max. since the fact that you love all different types of sneakers, second, is Jack, that even? We don't have any, Jack. We don't have any official snapback athletes yet, do we? We don't. But Curtis said he would wear kicks, and he we'll said money talks. It. So he does say money gotta, talks. Just Who do you think has bag? more money? Snapback Sports, aka you and I, or Nike? <laughs> um, <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> well, Curtis, we do appreciate it. We love it. And we are, Abe, I swear, we have like our best friend's a lawyer. So he will come after you if you don't. Uh, we're not going to scare you. We're just saying, we're not going to <laughs> um, all thank good. you for coming on. Make sure, uh, real quick, what is your social media so that the Snapback fam can shout you out? Or not um, shout you Curtis, out, give you a follow. If, yeah, Instagram is CurtisWeaver underscore. And then my Twitter should be, um, let me see. It would be CurtisWeaver99. That's it. Okay. That's okay. change my name. Yeah, and your and your TikTok would be. <laughs> I'm thinking. Of, hey, I'm thinking about it every day because I see some. Bro, you got to get on. And then people people text me and be like, "Bro, if you made TikTok, this it would be funny." But <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm still it right now, um, so we'll see what happens. Love that, Curtis. Man, thank you for taking the time to come on. This was a this was a lot of fun. Excited to, I guess, watch you play football, but more so see your drip. 
Uh, oh yeah, big well, drip, best big of luck drip. down the line, and uh, hopefully we can. Before link up. before we hang up, I do want to say we didn't cover a ton of football, but Curtis is like an actual beast for anyone who's listening. <laughs> it's projected to go in the top forty picks of the NFL draft, which is one of the highest of the people we've talked to. So I just want to give him a shout on his actual football abilities. Yeah, that's we cool, are, and all, but we want to see the draft. <laughs> Yeah, we are. We like the shoe game. We like the video games. But shout out to Curtis. Make sure to go follow him, Snapback Fam, and stay tuned for more. Curtis, thanks, my man. Thank you guys for listening to that episode with Curtis Weaver. More NFL draft series to come with star corners Trayvon Diggs and Cam Dantzler, and then Denzel Mims, Kevin Davidson, and your Seer Durant. So stay tuned for that, Snapback Fam. Talk to you soon.